shout out at a new car dealership in Greenville, South Carolina. Apparently, my voice is coming in loud and clear in Greenville, South Carolina. Probably on an app, someone's phone. Uh, working in the streaming in Greenville, South Carolina at a dealership. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you, Gary, for the tweet. And thank you for listening. Thanks for letting me be a part of your day. The Pete Callender Show. I'm the Pete of the show. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. The phone number is 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. And the email is Pete at the Pete dot com. Uh, alrighty, so I've gotten... Uh, Ruben Jones uh, from Spectrum News wrote me back on the Twitter machine because uh, I said, look, I'm getting complaints here that uh, the debate is not going to be able to be viewed live by non-Spectrum subscribers. And that seems to run counter to uh, the message that we need people to participate in the democracy. And uh, this is the debate tonight between uh, Sherry Beasley, the Democrat candidate for U.S. Senate, North Carolina, former chief justice of the state Supreme Court, and Ted Bud, congressman, uh, Republican, and uh, endorsed by Donald Trump. And so I pointed that out. I got a response because I'm looking at, I read earlier, the two different uh, reports, one from Spectrum and one from the Charlotte Observer. And they it's not clear how one goes about watching if you don't have a Spectrum account. And uh, Ruben says, Pete, non-subscribers and subscribers can stream the debate for free on the website spectrumlocalnews.com or by downloading the Spectrum News app on Apple TV or Roku. That's how you say that, by the way. It's actually not. Uh, but you could. I mean, we could make it a thing. Although, no, I, no, let's make Votainer a thing first. And if we're successful with that, then I think we could stand you know, by our track record of, uh, of changing the language and then, uh, you know, making Votainer a word, and then, um, and then we could work on Roku. It is fun to say it that way, though. I will say that. Anyway, uh, thank you, Ruben. I appreciate the info. So SpectrumLocalNews.com. If you're not a Spectrum uh, subscriber, you can still watch it for free on the website. Good info. Thank you. Um, all right, what, uh, what else we got? Going? Oh, let me do this real quick because we're talking about crime as an issue last hour, and uh, there's this uh, there's this effort to kind of shame the GOP into not focusing on crime as an issue, and you're starting to see some of these analogies being posited uh, uh, with the Willie Horton ad, the famous ad. And if you're not aware of this in politics, it's like the very famous ad, uh, the the dog whistling ad, right where. Uh, Michael Dukakis running for president as a Democrat, and he's running against George Herbert Herbert Walker Bush, uh, right? So George Bush Senior, forty one, Bush forty one, and he's running against uh, uh, Bush, and they put out the ad about Willie Horton, who was a uh, an inmate in Massachusetts, and they had some sort of a furlough program. Look, I was young; I was like seventeen or so, sixteen or something when this happened. And so I don't really remember the ad, but I know of the story. And so it was something in the line along the lines of guy in prison for, you know, brutal crime. The Democrats had a soft on crime furlough program because keeping people incarcerated when they do bad things is super, super mean. And so they're like, you can go out and, you know, 
have a vacation from prison. So they get these furloughs. And while out on furlough, this guy, Willie Horton, committed another atrocity against another innocent person. And that got turned into an ad. And because Willie Horton was black, it became proof that the Republicans were blowing the racist dog whistle. Or it was just an example of a guy let out under Dukakis's program of furloughing inmates who happened to commit a terrible crime, and that's why they chose that, but whatever. Um, do not be shamed into drawing attention to the rise in crime. By the way, I saw another uh, another connection here. There was a story about the crime rates. I don't remember if I printed it. I thought, see, this is the problem. By the end of the week, I have so many things that I have printed out uh, for for coverage that I, I get lost uh, among the papers. So, uh, but I do recall what it was because I read it and it said that because we locked down all of the kids, kept them out of school, that the the carjackings that we're seeing is just, it's the latest manifestation of the way they're behaving in antisocial behavior. You got kids, you teenagers, that it, this is one of the other side effects of the lockdowns was they are now engaging in antisocial behavior and they're going around carjacking people. The carjackings are through the roof. The numbers are through the roof. We had assaults going up as well. That was the first thing. You know, they, they're making a connection between all of this, this rise in crime and younger offenders. And after two years of being locked down, being kept away from friends and family and Lack of socialization, and now you throw them back out into the wild here. And, uh, you know, they, a lot of them, I saw one quote from a woman, from a victim who's, who, she said they treat it like it's a game. It's, it, to them, it's just a game. This car, they don't even, like it used to be, if you stole the car, you did it for the parts, right? You took the car down to the chop shop, and you got paid for it, and then you would use that money for something else. But now they just leave the car on the side of the road. They, they're not even chopping them up. Then there's this. This is not, uh, well, th- and this is not attributable to the lockdowns. or Well, maybe it is. Maybe there is a connection because this guy in town, locally, Alex Aguilar, he's a streamer. You know what that means? He's a streamer? Yeah, he goes to parties and he um, and he hangs around like uh, like along the, the ceilings and stuff and he just drapes himself down in bright colors and stuff. It's part of a celebration thing. No, I'm kidding. He's a, uh, he's a, like a YouTuber, except it's called Twitch. It's a it's a platform. Twitch is a platform that gamers use uh, where they and they'll play video games and then they broadcast to all of their friends and followers. And people will go and hang out and either play games with the Twitch streamer or they will just watch the streamer. They'll do like a little picture in picture deal where you got the guy's face down there and he's playing the game. And then the big screen is you're watching him play the game. You're watching his screen. So what he sees, you see. And like I'm not a huge fan of this kind of stuff. I've seen enough of these types of videos, uh, little clips of them. I'm not one to watch. You know, somebody doing a, you know a, a seven hour stream of them going around shooting people or whatever, or playing various video games. I, I don't. I don't do that. I don't understand that attraction. But there are a lot of people who do. They have a sense of community and all this. But they also the the Twitch streamers. They also get targeted for swatting. There's a huge problem inside the streamer world, inside the gamer world. It's, it's gotten 
it 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 has broken containment. It's not just inside the the streamer world and gamer world. It's 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 broken containment. It's out in the the public at large as well. This is what Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She got swatted, I believe. This is and this is where somebody calls from a, a burner phone or something. They call anonymously nine one one, and they say, you know, that they that they are you. And then they claim that they've committed some uh, criminal act, a murder or something. And they say that they're at their house, but it's your house, actually. And then the SWAT team shows up at your house and they think you've committed a murder and they think you're going to try to kill yourself, too. So now they bust down your door. And that's what happened to this guy here in Charlotte. According to Queen City News, I'll give you some of the details. Look, I don't like my view on this. This is like I, I get real. I'm a hardliner on on this type of thing. And maybe I'm beyond the beyond the pale here, but well, I will go over it in a minute. One down, three to go. Talking about Toktoberfest. Last night we had our first Talktoberfest on the WBT FaceTube live stream, the Facebook live feed. Good morning, BTs. Uh, they were uh, the hosts last night, Bo and Beth. I was hanging out in the comments section, too. It was a lot of fun. Uh, next week I will be joined uh, by Vince Coakley, and we'll be doing the, the second installment or episode of Talktoberfest. And I uh, would love to see you there next Thursday, 8 o'clock every Thursday in October Talktoberfest 2022, presented by Kristen Bernard and Power Home Team, Keller Williams South Park. WBT.com has all of the details. So there's a fellow named Alex Aguilar in Charlotte. He is a streamer, and during COVID, he started uh, doing these live streams of his video gaming uh, because he and his friends had no place to hang out. So it became sort of this virtual hangout place where you could go, and uh, if you have a camera set up and the Twitch platform, and usually the Twitch platform is built right in, it's uh, uh, it, it's married up to, like, Xbox. Uh, I'm not sure what the platform is over on PlayStation. Is that Twitch also? I don't know. But um, they make it very easy. The platforms, the Xbox console makes it very easy. You have, like, one button now on your uh, controller, and you can start broadcasting. And so uh, if you have a camera set up and plugged into your Xbox, you can then... Show yourself on your thing, and you're now you're gaming with your buddies, right? Uh, with your with your friends because you can't hang out anyway. So that's what he started doing. He tells Queen City News though that uh, Sunday afternoon, so this would have been last weekend. He jumps on, he plays a little, and then he starts getting ready to go. Uh, he's a uh, he's an actor or something. He goes to uh, get ready for a rehearsal. He hears some commotion outside, and the next thing. He sees uh, cops are all on his front lawn, and they're banging on the door. They tell him to come outside, so he goes outside. They got their guns pulled on him, and he's you know got his hands up. His roommate is uh, ordered out of the place too. They got swatted, swatted, and they told uh, this. They told Aguilar, the police told Aguilar that they got a call. And by the way, no, I'm not going to say these words because I do not want someone to record my voice saying these words and then they swat me and my wife. But I've actually taken steps already to 
try to prevent that from happening, putting in notes and such to law enforcement to let them know. And the 911 dispatchers put them in the file, put them into my, uh, you know, if you have a home security system that makes the first call to 911 and that sort of thing, you should put that in the file too. They communicate with CMPD if there's a distress call, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, like there, there are things that you can do, but cops are going to respond. And so this is what people do. They, they, uh, they call the, the police on somebody who's doing a live broadcast. And why are they doing that? This is beyond a practical joke. It's, in my view, it's attempted murder. That's what's going on here. People are trying to use law enforcement, agents of the government, to murder somebody live on camera. That's what's going on. There's a fellow named Tim Poole. He's a YouTuber, a journalist guy, and he's been swatted now four or five times. And at some point, like the local law enforcement agency has to understand what's going on here, right? I mean, first time, okay, you understand that. You know, second time, it's like, mm, third time, fourth time, you guys are now actively participating in in this effort, right? How, how do you not realize that this is occurring? It's attempted murder. Unfortunately, I got a, I got a tweet over here. It's a Pete tweet. This is from Eric. Eric says, swatting absolutely should be treated as attempted murder. And it's a shame our laws have not caught up in this regard. Exactly. They haven't. The laws have not caught up to, uh, caught up to what's going on because for a long time, it's just been relegated to the gamer world, right? This has been where YouTubers, and, and YouTubers, I should say, not, not necessarily gamers, but that's, you got gamers, you got YouTubers, that's where this has been occurring. If this kind of thing was happening in TV stations or, you know, news departments, right? If there were 911 calls being placed saying these things that, you know, they've just committed some heinous act of some kind and, uh, and they're going to do more, and they're saying, I, I'm calling from the Charlotte Observer News Department. And the next thing, the news department is getting raided or the editors of the paper are getting, their houses are getting raided and they're being held up at gunpoint at three in the morning. If that's, if that's occurring to mainstream media people, I suspect this would be a different story. If, that is, if this were happening to uh, you know, uh, uh, elected leaders at any level, this would be getting more attention. But the fact that it happens to gamers, YouTubers, but now it's happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene, I believe. I think I saw that the other day. Aguilar was the victim of something called swatting. By the way, the cops said they got a call that he was, uh, that he had, uh, you know, uh, committed a crime, a murder, and, um, and that he had uh, uh, done it against his wife. And he laughed and said, but I'm gay. <laughs> And so he says they left. Well, it's nice that it turned out that way, but there's no telling how that could turn out, right? People have died in this, by the way. This has, a, this has led to people getting killed by police. Aguilar was the victim of something called swatting, a practice that, while illegal, has been on the rise. Swatting involves somebody making a prank call to authorities, saying a major crime is committed at a specific address. Police arrive at the address to investigate the report incident, which may involve multiple officers with guns drawn, forcing people at the residence out, only to realize it is a hoax call. 
The act of swatting is itself a crime, often misusing 911 or filing a false report. Authorities criticize the practice as a waste of resources. But for those who are the victims of swatting, it can often be seen as an act of revenge on the part of the person who called it in, whatever the reason. Additionally, it creates undue stress on the victims and the community. All right, look, I appreciate that write-up and all of that is true, but right, uh, but for my sake, right, this, it's attempted murder. It's not just about causing anxiety. It's not just about, you know, making somebody uh, nervous or scared. The, the effort is directly linked to a desire to see that person gunned down by cops. That's what the point of that is. And when you see the videos that exist, and all you got to do is Google swatting on YouTube, and you will see videos of people doing live broadcasts. Oh, and by the way, there are guys that do these live broadcasts, and uh, these were really where I first became aware of it, these guys that were playing the shooter games. And they would, you know, they, they were very, very good. I mean, they got their own channel, right? They're broadcasting themselves. And they they were getting swatted by people from the games that found out who they were because they were mad that they got beat. They could not handle defeat. And they and the and they're trash talking and all of this, which occurs in these uh, in these games. And so they call the cops. And when you see the way they handle some of the the guys, they kick down their doors and they hear gunfire because the guys are playing games with guns. And the guys who are playing have headphones on. They can't hear anything that's happening. It's a very dangerous practice. I really do wish that the uh, that lawmakers would get with the 21st century on this and up the penalties on this to uh, uh, to attempted murder. Because that, to me, that's what it is. It most certainly is directed at that outcome. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Let me get to some election-related shenanigans here in a moment. First, let me go over here to Joe. Hello, Joe. Where are you going with the gun in your hand? Uh, what's going on? Oh, I, I had no idea what swatting was or anything like that, but several years ago, maybe 20, 25 years ago, I live in New York, and it was late at night, and my wife said, hey, there's blue flights, lights flashing. I said, yeah, it's a police. I went to the front door, the really big house. I opened the door, and, yeah, I saw it, and I thought, I better put on my shoes. I got my shoes on. So I closed the door, and looking back, the police probably thought I was trying to get away from like, mm. I seeing what's going on and went back in the house. I opened the door again. There were policemen in my front yard. The guns drawn, and there was a policeman right next to the door with his gun pointed at my head. Mm-hmm. And um, it scared the hell out of me. Do you? Did you ever find out who did it? No, but the, they said uh, we must have been given the wrong address. Oh well, so that's yeah. what these people use. Oh my God. Right, if you did, I mean, well, so was there anybody at the time that you immediately suspected would do something like that to you? Uh, e- no, but... Uh, even if it's like I an live- off chance, 
There, 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 yeah, there is. Yeah, so then I, that's probably who I it is. I, yeah, the people, the, the house we live in, the people sold it, that sold it to me uh, were survivors. You know, their parents died, mm-hmm. and they hit in my guts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that. So this is the thing I learned a long time ago. Uh, it's fear is an instinct for a reason. It'll save your life. There, are, there are things that the brain recognizes that the conscious mind might try to reject. And uh, usually, like cops, when they start talking to people and they'll ask them, is there, is there anybody out there that you think might have uh, any reason to cause you harm? Like, who do you think might do something like this? And, you know, people generally, they say what you said at first, which was, no, no, I don't have any enemies. No, I don't think of anybody doing it. And then if you ask the follow-up, just like I said, you know, is there anybody, even the remote slight chance possibility? And then people usually, just like you did, they'll say, well, I mean, there is this one, but they would never do. I don't think that would. And they start trying to rationalize it away. And that's usually a good place to lead. Your body knows, your your brain, your instinct tells you, yeah, this is probably somebody that wanted to do this to me. If you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, not always, but people people have to trust their instinct on some of this stuff. Not that that proves well, anything. I mean, you don't know for certain, but that's a good place to start. Well, I, I didn't even say that. Because I was so upset. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine you're two feet away from a guy with his a policeman with his gun pointed at your head? No, nah, yeah. I... And in the front walk had a police with drawn guns. Right. I couldn't even think. Yeah. No, I understand. I mean, it's it, it's scary because it's a it's an attempt on your life. It's an right. attempt on your life. That's the point. They wanted you to have the guns pulled on you in that way and so if you make a mistake or one of those cops make a mistake then you're dead that's that's well, I, I, the intent i would have seen them in my walk and right next to the door right i go on back in and close there that probably killed me yeah mate, you don't know how it would turn out joe well i'm glad you're here thanks for the call have a good weekend <laughs> thanks for sharing i appreciate it i'll jump over here to mark hello mark how are you what's going on man oh doing well pete i hope you are i cannot com- uh, well i do complain actually well, uh, that's your job. I'm paid handsomely for it as well. Uh, <laughs> paid for that. No, this whole swatting thing, when you stop and think about it, yes, I agree with you that it should be considered some sort of criminal act, but doesn't it say a lot more about the police than it does about the people who are engaging in this particular act? Sure. In that, you know, a Fallujah-style military assault on someone is just a phone call away. Right. Pick up the phone and call now. Give an address and make it a false claim, and you too can have someone attacked with you know armored vehicles and the whole bit. Right. Well, they have and the, yeah. All that jazz. They ha- first what? off, they've got the they've got the equipment so that you know they got to use it. Um, but but also you know if they don't roll heavy to a scene like that on the uh, 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 on a nine one one call and somebody's out there shooting up the neighborhood, killing a bunch of people, uh, then they're going to get criticized for not rolling heavy. Well, I think you know, Radley Balco, I'm, I don't know if you're uh-huh. familiar with him, yeah, yeah. Uh, wrote about the militarization of the uh, uh, domestic police force back in the 90s. Yeah. And, you know, with the, the military program, I forget the exact number that uh, Reagan instituted to give police military equipment. You know, and, and so it's, to me, this is just another step from the phrase that we've heard now for decades, suicide by cop. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Sure. All you have to do if you want to get killed, call the police. They'll do it for you. Yeah, and if you I mean, go right, you go out, you wave a weapon around. Mentality. Right. Yeah, you use the you use the police to to take your own life because you don't want to do it yourself. Sure. Yeah, right. suicide it, by cop. I think it says more about what policing has become 
than it does the mental state of someone who might try this tactic. To me, the when you th- stop and think about it, yeah. To me, it well, I, it it it's sort of amazing to me that with the technology of today, that a, that an anonymous call can actually even come in like that. You know, like how 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 does nine one one not know? that that call is coming from a phone number that's not attached to that house or something right that that's not right. that's not pinged near it even that's it just that seems it seems odd that there's no customer identification connected with the number now i know you mark so you're probably going to say oh you know burner phones i could buy a burner phone or whatever and i i want okay. the privacy to be able to do that and i get that but uh, it's, it, it seems to me like there should like, that there is technology available that would at least limit some of that. Like all the bomb threats at the schools that get called in. It, it amazes me that it, it, you know they, they don't ever catch so many of these people that do that. Well, and like we hear Edward Snowden told us all the stuff that the NSA is scooping up. Sure. They know every phone call. They know every keystroke on your computer. How can they not know this? Right. Well, yeah, and, you know, well but then again, you run into the... And surveying us like this. They're not doing a very good job of it. Well, that well, that's I was going to say. Like on the right, on the one hand, they're scooping it all up, but on the other hand, they just have it, and they're not actually using it for any kind of discernible good purpose, right? Like ineptitude will out. Right, exactly. Right, that's what wins the day. It's like we got all the information. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right now, what do we do with it? Okay, uh, Mark, okay. I appreciate it. Good have to hear good from you. All right, have Bye. a great weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we just scoop it all up. But uh, no, I'm not going to cross-reference that to make sure that's actually you on the phone. So, I mean, this is the these are the challenges with the new technology. It's 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 kind of terrifying. And I'm well aware of what that you know that is the 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 ability of somebody to prank call nine one one and get SWAT to kick in your door based on a false call. That that is an indictment to some degree on law enforcement. It absolutely is on the on the current model that we have, whatever that is. The fact that that's as easy to do as it is, and the and the and it's also an indictment on the lawmakers. The fact that the penalties are not are not stiff enough that they dissuade people from engaging in these attempted murders. So, yeah, it's a, it, there are a lot of different components to it. And then there's the tech side of it, too. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Another tweet here from Eric. Not to mention, Pete, if it were just about causing anxiety or a prank and not trying to perpetrate murder, they wouldn't tell dispatchers that the streamers were armed and dangerous. They routinely claim that the person is armed, that they've already killed somebody um, in the house. And that's why they include that in their call. Uh, They typically use voiceover IP with falsified phone numbers. They don't call 911. They call the local dispatch direct number. Uh, it's like calling the 704-570-1110 number versus the 1-800 number for BT. Limiting the calls would be very difficult without cutting access for legitimate emergencies. Uh, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, also, I appreciate if uh, you want to come on down tomorrow, Gaston, Cleveland, Lincoln, walk to end Alzheimer's. It is uh, kicking off tomorrow morning. Uh, check-in is at 9 a.m., opening ceremony and the walk at 10 a.m., uh, in Gastonia, 107 North Street, Gastonia. That's at the Rotary Centennial Pavilion. 
All of the details for the walk to end Alzheimer's is at alz.org slash walk. And uh, North Carolina, there are more than 180,000 people living with Alzheimer's disease. And uh, there are like 356,000 family members and friends who are providing care for those individuals. Uh, it's a it's a big problem, and it's a it's a big lift for a lot of uh, family, and it's heartbreaking. It's difficult. It's draining emotionally and financially. So, I've been a supporter of the Alzheimer's Association for decades now. And uh, if you are looking for a great cause to help out, uh, this is for you. There are two other walks throughout the region this month. We got the one Charlotte, October twenty second, and Rowan Cabarrus, October twenty ninth. Uh, and I'll keep you posted on those details, but I'll be at the one tomorrow uh, for sure uh, in Gastonia, alz.org slash walk. Uh, all right, so four people pleaded guilty this week to misdemeanor, or sorry, last week, to misdemeanors for their roles in absentee ballot fraud in rural North Carolina during the 2016 and 2018 elections, which is impossible because I thought fraud doesn't happen. The conviction stemmed from an investigation that in part resulted in a do-over congressional election. Cases against six other defendants still pending with hearings scheduled throughout the end of next month. The WSOC TV has this story, but it's an AP story, really. Uh, all 10 defendants, according to the indictment handed up in 2019, had a common involvement with Leslie McCray Dowless Jr., He's a longtime political operative in rural Bladen County. Dallas also was indicted on more than a dozen state charges with his case scheduled last year to go to trial. Uh, last month, he rejected a plea deal, said he was looking forward to his day in court, uh, but he died after being diagnosed with lung cancer. He worked in the 2018 congressional race for the then Republican candidate, Mark Harris, who won the general election. But then the State Board of Elections Democrats uh, said, hey, uh, we have some questions about this, and uh, they would not certify the results. It opened an investigation, and this thus turns up this whole ballot harvesting operation. And look, this has been going on in Bladen County for years, apparently. Dallas and his helpers gathered up hundreds of absentee ballots from voters by offering to put them in the mail. By the way, if this sounds familiar, it's because this is what California Democrats have now passed as a completely normal thing to do, totally legal, ballot harvesting, totally allowed. Some of, some of the workers said that they were directed to collect blank or incomplete ballots, forge signatures on them, and even fill in votes for local candidates. <gasps> no, really? There was opportunity for, for fraud in this process? That's just, again, that's impossible. I've been assured vote fraud does not exist. All right, that's going to wrap it for this week. Hope you all have a great weekend. I'm going to try. Two six-packs of Shiner, 99-cent butane lighter, lucky strikes and a fifth of Patron. Ice down that igloo cooler, take a guess at all to do her. I can feel a good one coming on Throw in Ray Wiley Hubbard Sing along to Redneck Mother Any blues I had before are gone Another working week is over No chance of staying sober I can 
All right, there's another event going on this weekend as well, I should tell you about. Subaru South Boulevard presents For the Love of Pete Day. It's actually not the Pete Day. It's the Love of Pets Day. I'll give you details in a second. Three blondes in a ragtop Mustang Followed us down to the lake And didn't have to think about that too long Skinny dipping in the bright moonlight Situation couldn't be more right All right, so the ASPCA, Subaru Loves Pets, Animal Care and Control, Charlotte McLeod Police, trying to get a whole bunch of dogs adopted. They have way too many dogs, so go on down tomorrow. Starts off at 8 a.m., runs through 5 p.m., all sorts of free stuff like ID tags, microchips, all that stuff, a vendor fair. So go, help a dog out, give it a forever home tomorrow. I'll see you on Monday. Don't break anything while I'm gone. Get